0: Hello and welcome to Boyle Meets World. I'm your host, as always, Andrew Boyle. And you're going to call me crazy, but the tide may be changing. There may be change coming to this world. Um, It's been said that there are three guarantees in life, being death, taxes, and Boyle Meets World not being funny, but... Recent measures have led me to believe that that may be coming to an end, folks. Um, That'll be its own podcast in itself. Um, Huge discoveries have been made. Big time studies have been concluded. And we may just have the answer for you soon whether or not it's true that I am ever going to, in fact, be funny. But like I said, we'll touch on that later. Right now, we're gonna have to just conclude as always that I'm still not funny. Uh, can't quite count up that I never will be though. So, it, at least I'm making some progress here. At least I'm starting to get close to being able to make content that anyone's gonna listen to. But anyway, got an episode today that's probably gonna lose me all those listeners anyway because I'm going to talk about something that really only I would agree with, only I would care with to begin with, and that is that, folks, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a definite playoff contender. Um, Do I expect anybody to care or agree with me? Um, Yes, if you're smart, but I don't know how many people share this vast knowledge of NFL football that I have, specifically in considering my Pittsburgh Steelers. So without further ado, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown on why, obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still in contention. Uh, Things aren't looking great right now. Um, I'll be honest, we started off 0-4, the teams we've beat aren't the best in the world, but I think when you take a look at the season, you consider what's happened. So let's go by game by game. First game of the year, we go into Foxborough. The team is vastly outcoached and outplayed. We have a Ben Roethlisberger with a broken elbow. Um, he's about 25 passes away from um, uh, season-ending Tommy John surgery. Actually, Um, I've been told that it wasn't actually Tommy John surgery, and it was actually a procedure that is honestly worse than having Tommy John. So that's a game that you would like to win. I mean, it's a statement game for both teams involved, and we just came out and got shellacked, for lack of better terms, by the New England Patriots. So, I mean... There we are. We're 0-1. I will 100% accept that we are not good enough to be the Patriots at that point in time. But week two, like I said, Big Ben had his injury um, about 10 passes into the game, um, and then Mason Rudolph, who's never started, or well, alone well, started, he's never played in National Football League regular season game, comes in against arguably. One of the best defenses and overall best teams in the NFL in the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson's having a career year. Um, I feel like that said a lot about him, but seriously, this year is a little bit different for him. He's looked a little bit different. That defense is not the Legion of Boom anymore, but they are doing much better than I think a lot of people expected at the beginning of the year. And uh, quite frankly, that's a game that up until oh man up and I, I hate to say it because i love james connor but up until just a, a turnover a fumble in our so we force a turnover and then james Conner fumbles the ball away seattle gets the ball back and within 30 yards of the end zone and score that's a turnover that can't happen that's a I'm not going to say it, but James Connors had a couple of those fumbles in his career. I know he's early on. Um, he's had a lot more production than he has mistakes made, but that's something that going forward as the running back and a prestigious franchise, like the Steelers, it can happen. And especially 16 games is a lot, but when you break it down week by week, that week Two loss could be the difference in the entire season going forward. But so we're we're in that ball game. Our defense looks great. Our offense, whilst it stalls a lot, showed signs of having a pulse, um, especially late. I feel like Mason, obviously going into the game as Mason Rudolph, you don't expect to be coming in and being the starter for the rest of the year. So, I mean, give the kid credit for coming in and doing his thing. Um, he didn't look great. Wouldn't even say he looked good. He looked medial um he he did his job he put us in a situation to win and honestly that was a game that without that fumble late in the game we're winning um let's go in week three we played the san francisco 49ers in San. well crazy thing about them is they call themselves the san francisco 49ers but their stadium is nowhere near san francisco they honored. Honestly, San Francisco is such a trash town anyway. They ought to just drop the name and become, like, the Santa Clara 49ers. Just because, I I mean, personally, I would like to distance myself from any association from the city of San Francisco. But anyway, shout out to the travel ban from San Francisco to Indiana. Uh, The city of San Francisco will not allow its citizens, or its government citizens, to travel to Indianapolis. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, let's get back to the matter of fact that... If it weren't for Don'te Moncrief, who cannot catch a ball to save his life, I don't know why he is still on the Steelers roster, let alone the NFL roster. Um, again, our defense forces five turnovers against an undefeated team who, I mean, they... I'm not going to say they played good teams, but it's a team that believes in itself um, it's a team that will definitely be in the postseason this year. I feel like once their schedule gets a little bit tougher, you're still going to see that it's going to be the same team. They've got a dominant defense. I don't I don't know about that offense. Um, they added Emmanuel Sanders last week. Um, they definitely don't have the flashiest or the most exciting offense out there. But, I mean, they get by. They have playmakers. Um, again, Dante Moncrief wide open pass, he had two yards on Richard Sherman uh, hit him in the hands both hands mind you, it was a two handed catch, hit him in the hands That bounces up, interception they go the other way and score and that's ball game it's just the, well, we're 2-1 right there if everything my, take away those middle lapses we're 2-1 but even with an 0-3 record it, they're ball games that we're in. I don't I'm not panicked at this point. And then we go we come home, we play Baltimore, who again it's a team that I don't believe is as good as its record portrays. I believe they're five and two right now, but it's a team that believes in itself and we come out against them and we look good. Mason Rudolph is having his best performance. I mean, it's a small sample size because he's only played two games, or a game, and three-fourths to this point, but, I mean, he looks good. He's throwing the ball around down the field. Receivers are getting open. Receivers are catching the ball. Our running game hasn't been the best this year, but it's strong, Um, and late in the third, or about halfway through the mid-quarter, Earl Thomas decides that It's okay to lead helmet to helmet, and he puts the crown of his helmet underneath Mason Rudolph's chin, and he passes out in the field. He knocks him out, gives a concussion, knocks him out of the game. Refs weren't even going to throw the penalty flag until they realized that Mason Rudolph was physically brain-dead on the field, and even then, they tried to pick it up. But, I mean, 15 yards as opposed to this man's possible life or this man's possible NFL career. I I, I still don't know how Earl Thomas was allowed to finish that game and how he wasn't suspended, at least for a couple games. I mean, it's not even... That was more gruesome, in my opinion, than the Vontaze Perfect hit on Jack Doyle, who sucks at blocking and can't catch a football, but that's also neither here nor there. But uh, what I'm trying to say is we're a team that's already injured pretty pretty banged up on the offensive line. Um, our franchise quarterback, who has always been a leader of the team, is out for the season with an injury. And then your backup quarterback gets injured. So you go to your third-string guy that didn't even make the team. You sign him off the practice squad after you cut him for the first week. I, I mean, I like Duck. I think Duck's got potential to be a good quarterback but we're riding all that momentum we see mason go down and that's a turn that the tides turned right then and there i knew that no matter what happened we were going to be in some trouble and then obviously baltimore goes down well i guess the steelers had the ball at this point the steelers go down the drive stalls out i think we might get three points out of it and then baltimore just takes over they score um I'll give them credit. They did have some good drives against us. And then um, I believe it was a two-point game at that point. Devlin Hodges just – he, he does what a third-string quarterback can only be expected to do coming into a game not planning to see the field, I guess. But, I mean, long story short, the drive stalls out. We it away with about three minutes left. They go down, the kick field goal, win by one. So we're on four. But there's always a but. We've played good teams. You look at those four teams. Currently, they combined for, I believe, three. Four, maybe three, maybe four losses. I mean, those are good teams that we're playing that the Steelers have played. I'm it's not a we. I'm not a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that that's four good teams that we've played well at least through well not at least three of them there's no way you can say that the Steelers played well against Patriots but that's that's three teams that have the they're in the top of their conference they're the top of their divisions all four of them and three of them were decided by a turnover or freak injury or I mean even if you want to go a different route they were a less than a touchdown difference per game I mean you can look across the board you I would love for you to show me another 3 and 4, 4 and 4 or like a 5 and 2 team that has played a more difficult schedule. I would I would love to see a team that's played a more difficult schedule to this point than the Steelers and if Oh man, I, I, I cannot wait for the rebuttal from Waxen's World. I'm trying to choose my words carefully here cuz I got to leave myself some ammo, but Essentially, we go out, um, we come off of the uh, Baltimore game. Actually, I'm getting my timeline confused. Am I? I am. I am getting my timeline confused. I forgot we absolutely kicked the shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, that was Mason Rudolph's first uh, first home start. Monday Night Football. Um, absolutely put the Bengals in their place. It was... A bloodbath from start to finish. Then we have the Ravens game. And then, following that, week five, we go... It's an away game on the schedule and geographically. But we go into Los Angeles, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. And it's damn near a home game. Um, They kept showing the fans. They kept showing the stands. And there are more terrible towels than baby blue jerseys. I'm just going to be honest. I feel like... That... That Chargers team has no fan base. And it's almost... It's laughable, but it's almost depressing. Because it's... I I feel bad for them. I I feel like... Well, rightfully so. The people of San Diego are upset that the Chargers would up and leave. Spanos is a less than great owner. But... I mean, they've had pieces for a while. They're kind of like a Colt. They're they're similar to the Colts or they're similar to the Steelers in the fact that they've had the pieces. They just haven't been able to put it together. Um, Phillip Rivers, I feel like, is dra- vastly declining in his career and his ability. But at the, there was a point where he was definitely in in the conversation of one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't think he could make that case now or really ever again in his career but I mean he's not a bad quarterback he can still sling it and he can still lead late quarter drives but Steelers go into Los Angeles um a team that beat the Indianapolis Colts who was our next opponent um I feel like they beat them pretty soundly through and through the game had to go to overtime but I feel like the Chargers had that game in hand from start to finish um I I believe we were up twenty-four to nothing at one point, and then we tapped the brakes. Um, I would like to see—I would like to see the Steelers put a team out and not leave the possibility of a comeback. Uh, This was Duck Hodges. Dev, sorry for those who don't know, Duck is Devlin Hodges, our third-string quarterback. This was his first career start. Um, Definitely not a guy that anyone would have pegged to ever start a game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but that's just been the kind of season we've had. Um, In this game, we lose Jalen Samuels, our backup running back. Um, We lose Stephon Tuitt. In my opinion, one of the best breakout defensive players of the year. Um, He's he's putting up numbers that hardly anyone else in the league can match. Um, He's got... I, he's got the skill set, in my opinion, to be an all-pro this year, and he won't have the opportunity, which is unfortunate. Uh, Notre Dame boy, I feel like he's going to come back next year and put on a clinic. Uh, I'm really excited for what next year holds for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're talking about this year, um, even with all those injuries. We go into San Diego. Sorry, we go into Los Angeles, and on, I think the final score is 24-17. That game was the the score is not do justice to that game. It was an all-out slaughter from start to finish, even if we tapped the brakes a little bit. Didn't want to show too much too late in the game. We got the win, that's all that matters. Um, And then last night, not a game that I was happy with in the slightest after the first quarter, um, playing the Miami Dolphins, who are 0-7 at the time. And Mason Rudolph comes back for his first start. Steelers are historically bad out of the bye. Anyone with any common sense can tell you that. Uh, We came out rusty. Mason Rudolph, it was his first game back since dying on Heinz Field. Uh, He hadn't played an active snap in professional football in 22 days. Uh, Came off the concussion protocol. You can imagine he's rusty. You can imagine no matter how much of a tough guy he is, it's going to be tough to come back from a hit like that and right away just be ready for the speed and the physicalness of an NFL game. And he throws an interception his first pass, which, I mean, I'm up in arms about, but, I mean, in the back of my mind, it's like, you get it, you understand. And then we give up a touchdown, go down 7-0, and then the defense stalls out have to punt it away. And then the Miami Dolphins, the worst team in the NFL. No doubt about that. They're, well, maybe. I'm not going to... It's hard to say because there's some bad teams in the NFL. There's a lot more bad teams in the NFL this year than there have been in a while. But the Dolphins, I feel like, are the cream of the crop. They, I don't think they'll get a win this year um, unless they... Well, actually they play the Bengals. They play the Cincinnati Bengals. I feel like later in the year that might be their only chance to get a win because those Bengals are just god-awful. But like I said, I'm not making excuses. Um, we The Steelers have played and beat some bad teams, but I feel like that's what you got to do. Um, I don't think there's a single team that anyone expected us to go in and trounce, and we lost to this year. I mean, it's still early in the year, but anyway, let's get back to my larger point. We're looking at a 14-0 deficit for the Steelers It's the worst team. We're, I'm just going to outright say the Dolphins are the worst team in the NFL, and there's no disputing that. No matter how much I want to make myself feel better about that first quarter, they are the worst team in the NFL, and we're losing 14 nothing. but then... Everything just comes to fruition for these Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, we start running the ball a lot better. James Conner is having a phenomenal year. Um, I feel like the defense or the offense is kind of finding out who it is finally. Um, they've struggled with an identity for the first couple weeks, and that's hurt us. But I feel like we're finally becoming the team that we need to be, which is a passing team that is so we're a running team that sets up the pass we're not a gunslinger team we're not we're not a big ben team this year we're not a team that's going to come out and run the no huddle and throw deep balls which is the staple of big ben's plethora of offensive genius i would like to see us run the no huddle but i would also like to see us push the ball downfield more but If it's not the way it's going to be And if we have an offensive scheme that's going to work for us And I feel like we found a scheme that does work for us I feel like We have the pieces in place still To make a run to the playoffs And that's exactly what you saw last night Um, When you get down against bad teams Sometimes It's easy to get in the mindset of Oh my god This team sucks and we're losing We're in trouble But instead the Steelers calm down Um, We had a 97-yard drive. Um, Mason Rudolph looked fantastic after the first quarter. Like I said, James Conner running everywhere. Um, 147 yards, um, a touchdown off 23 carries. Couldn't ask for much more out of him until he got injured. You could ask a lot out of Mike Tomlin, like, why are you having our running back in in garbage time when the game was over? But we find a way to score 27 unanswered points yeah 27 unanswered points um all's well uh juju over 100 yards tonight or last night caught a touchdown pass he absolutely mossed a uh, defensive back of the miami dolphins he's definitely a wide receiver one um he who shall not be named the guy that used to wear number 84 i don't think the offense misses him at all i feel like he misses the steelers um, he who shall not be named the running back Number 26 um, I can just It does my heart good To see how poorly he's doing With the Jets How terrible that front line is um, That's what greed Will get you folks But anyway Back to my larger point here The Steelers are sitting at 3-4 and four. They have beat teams Handedly that they needed to beat um, They After the first quarter against the Dolphins, they killed them. Um, They killed the Bengals, and they've killed the Chargers. Um, They've done exactly what you asked out of them, what anyone could ask out of them. They've been in games that were close um, against tough opponents. Um, I don't think any other team... I'm getting some hot water here, but I don't think any other team in the AFC North could have handled... A 2nd or 3rd string quarterback I don't think any team in the AFC Could have handled a 2nd string And a 3rd string quarterback Injured defensive players um, Down to your 2nd or 3rd Running back at times No no fullback Your starting tight end is out And You're scrambling because 2 of your franchise players Decide to be greedy And end up either not in the league Or playing for one of the worst teams in the league But all things considered, the Steelers aren't out of it by a long shot. I feel like we got a glimpse of things to come against the Ravens. That was a game that we had won until Earl Thomas decided to be a piece of shit and lead with the crown of his helmet to Mason Rudolph's chin. But I, I think that's a team that plays well against bad teams, and then when they play a good defense like the Steelers— Lamar Jackson had no answers. He couldn't throw. He couldn't run. We made that defense look weak. Um, All this was done by a second and third string quarterback who, honestly, I think Mason Rudolph could start in some other teams, especially like the Indianapolis Colts, who are on their backup. Who really, I mean, against weak teams, just like Lamar Jackson, he can do well. Sometimes. I mean, weak teams like the Denver Broncos. Or the Oakland Raiders have made Jacoby Brissett look bad. I feel like there hasn't been a team that uh, <laughs> I feel like there hasn't been a team that has made Mason Rudolph look bad since the Seahawks, who have a much better defense than any team the Seal or the Colts have played this year. Just using the Colts as a comparison team since they're next. Opponent, A team that historically cannot beat the Steelers either at home or in Pittsburgh. But I feel like the division is still definitely winnable. I feel like we are still the best team in the division. Um, you can't convince me otherwise. Even though the Ravens beat the hell out of Seattle and Seattle. But I feel like that was a fluke game. Just like we had a fluke game against Basically everyone we've played this year I feel that If not the division The Steelers still have a shot at a wild card I mean, if you think about the Other teams in contention for wild card Are either the Colts Or Houston One of them will likely make the postseason But then you gotta scrape the bottom of the barrel For a team like Buffalo They're not gonna make the playoffs this year They are a fraud team Josh Allen is a fraud quarterback. He's just like Lamar Jackson. He's more of a running back than a quarterback. He can't sling the ball. He's not a good passer against a good defense, and that's been displayed time and time again. Um, Cleveland Browns are done. I am officially putting the done hat on the Cleveland Browns. Um, I don't want to hear about them anymore. They are no good. They are not going to make the playoffs. Baker Mayfield is no good. Odell Beckham is washed up and overrated. Jarvis Landry is not very good That defense stinks I feel like Miles Garrett is talked about a lot He's the worst player on that starting 11 And I'll defend that to my grave as well I would love to hear what other people think about that Um, So yeah Like I said I would love for someone To try and find a better team In the AFC Or show me 6 teams in the AFC better than the Colts And I will show you that You are sadly mistaken This is a playoff team. Um, They've played teams that are undoubtedly going to be in the postseason well with um, all the hamperings of injuries, um, unexpected twists, and uh, untimely turnovers and just bad luck. I mean, it's hard to blame something on bad luck, but I feel like the Steelers have just been faced with bad luck situation after bad luck situation. We, uh, we could potentially be playing the Colts with a guy that was signed off the practice squad last week with Benny Snell, Jalen Samuels, and James Conner all being injured. But this is the team that finds a way to win. I don't think there's any... I don't know. I feel like if the Colt will... If and when the Steelers win against the... Let me rephrase that. If and when the Steelers win against the Colts this coming Sunday, a game I will physically be at, I'll be at Heinz Field, twirl my terrible towel, wear my Devin Bush jersey. If and when the Steelers win that game, got to put some respect on their name. They, they're in the driver. This is a must-win game if the Steelers are going to prove that they have a shot in the postseason. A win against the Colts, and then taking on a Rams team that doesn't have an identity right now. If they can beat the the Colts and the Rams at home, I feel like they're in the driver's seat for not only playoff contention, but the AFC North. I feel like that'd be a huge morale boost for a team that's been hit in the mouth time and time again this season. Um, All i got to say, and I'll sign off with this, you don't want to face the Pittsburgh Steelers down the stretch. They are a team that is set up to have success late They're December and a January and a February team right now um, They're tough That defense, I wouldn't trade for anything in the world um, I feel like we've got the offensive pieces At wide receiver We've got the best offensive line in football They haven't played well this year But that doesn't mean they're not the best offensive line in football They create holes unlike any other line is capable of doing in this league um, James Conner, all pro Without a doubt, um, he won't make the Pro Bowl this year. None of the Steelers will because they'll be in the Super Bowl. That's a hot take right now. I feel like New England is going to be a first-round exit against a weak team, and that's going to open up everything for the Steelers to get in the Super Bowl. I believe it. You don't have to believe it, but you have to believe that the Steelers are going to make the postseason. And I'll leave you with this thought. mason rudolph is a better quarterback than andrew luck we'll see you in the next one